1: Yes, hello and welcome to another edition of Off The Bench. Rob Beaver and Paul Hayes will be with you on your Saturday morning. Paul, welcome. Good morning. How has your week been? Oh, it's been fantastic. Uh, can't wait to go to Crown Casino
2: actually for hey. a couple of nights tonight with the family and then getting rid of the kids on Sunday. So spending some time with the great wifey and what a wifey she is. But what about this footy season? We're getting towards the conclusion. Two games down but still two beauties to come. Obviously a lot of interest around today's game. The Bombers taking on the Demons, and of course, a big game for the Western Bulldogs as well. They need victory Mm. to get into the final series, but uh, you're fired up this morning because you've had a pretty tough week. Your team, your team, you love your basketball. The LA Clippers, not so good. Let's get into the dig. The dig. Dial before you dig. The essential first step.
1: Paul Hazelby, I'm going to dig myself into a hole because I think... My team, the Los Angeles Clippers, have done just that. For those who don't know, best of seven series during the week. This is how Rob ended up on Wednesday. Was not a happy boy at all. Now, I can deal with losing. Historically, we've been a losing franchise. I support the underdogs. I always love a story. But when you're up three games to one and you lose, and this is a habit. Mm. This is a habit for the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, we've done this in the past, and I've thought, oh, it just wasn't our year. I'm beginning to think it's coaching, Hayes. I think it's the coach, Doc Rivers. I'll get your thoughts on this in a little bit. But if I was Steve Ballmer, the head, the owner of the Los Angeles Clippers, I'd be having an idea. And I'd be taking a little leaf out of this, and I'd say, Doc, I want you to come to my office.
2: Excuse me, Your Highness. The village leader is here to see
1: you. Oh, great. Send him in. Oh, and
0: by the way, you're fired. (laughs) What do you mean, fired?
1: Um, How else can I say it?
0: You're being let go. Your department's being downsized. <laughs> you're part of an outplacement. We're going in a different direction. We're not picking up your option. Take your pick.
1: <laughs> I got more. He's got to go, Carl. He's got to go, Hayes. He's got to go. He's got to go. Doc Rivers has got to go. You loved him. I've been supporting him for the better part of a decade in his reign at the Los Angeles Clippers. I, when you get rid of one, you've got to go. have
2: somebody good to come in. Is there somebody good There's out there? There's plenty
1: of good coaches. There's plenty of playoff coaches who have uh, been let go from their teams for various reasons. The problem is that the Clippers have dug themselves into a hole, which we don't want you to do, Dahl, before you dig the essential first step because they signed two players on exorbitant money at the last off season. And you know what they went in the fourth quarter? This is winning time. Game seven, win, win or go home. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, all NBA talents. Kawhi well, Leonard won a go? championship last season. They combined for over 22 in the fourth quarter. Wow.
2: Oh, 22! Well, it's not the coach's fault, is it? That's their fault. Maybe you should get rid of them.
1: Put them on the trade table. No, I'm not putting them on the trade table, but it's a combination. It's You're not getting good shots and you're not making the shots that are good. So a bit on the players, but Coach Stock Rivers, I've been watching you for eight years at this team and it has not changed regardless of the personnel. Fourth quarter, game on the line. It's winning time. The offense is stagnant. There's no plan. People are jacking up bad shots and we're making bad decisions. We're playing with our head down. We are nervous. You've got to go. That's my bright idea for the Los Angeles Clippers this offseason. There he,
2: we go. Does he listen to our show, Doc Rivers? Like, Probably. How would you feel if he was listening to this? You know,
1: I had a good chat with him when I was over there following Did the you? Clippers around, and I thought that we were a chance. I, You know, when the press conferences got to meet him, I'm sorry, Doc, you've got to go. You've won championships before. No longer. Steve Ballman, get rid of him. I've got
2: one quick dig before go. we have to go to the break. Isaac Quainer, the Rising Star nominee this week. He had 17 disposals. He mm. was okay. Let's not get carried away with 17 disposals. Mm. There was a kid for the Adelaide Crows, Lachlan Shoal. he had 24 disposals. He kicked two goals. He had eight score involvements. Now, six score involvements is a great game in the AFL. Eight is off the charts. Mm. Tim Kelly the other day had nine, nine, one of the best games for the season. Now, some would argue that oh, maybe Quayner has to be considered because he's a chance to win. He's only played eight games. Lachlan Scholl has played seven. I want answers from the AFL on how they adjudicate this weekly nomination award because
1: that is a disgrace. Grace. It is. I completely agree. I've calmed down a little bit, but it's an absolute disgrace for multiple reasons. Not just the stats that you mentioned here, but does this not point to a little bit of Vic bias? Yes, absolutely. over Adelaide, and there'll be people who would not have watched an Adelaide Crows game all season. Now, I don't blame them. The Crows have been pretty bad for a long period of time this season. They've played well in the last month or so, but I think that's something that needs to be looked into. Hayes, between me and you... Good digs. We've had two good ideas this morning. Plenty more coming your way, including Director of Footy at Perth, Troy Cook. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Welcome back to Off the Bench, Hayes. I've cooled down from my dig a little bit earlier on. But but now it is time to get to what has been a really good news story, and it's part of our waffle update for Kia with Australia's best seven-year factory warranty. The Perth Football Club, they will be playing finals football for the first time in a long time and the director of football out there at the Demons Troy Cook has been good enough to join us this morning G'day Cookie Hi guys how are you going Very very well uh, not as good as you mate what a day it was last weekend and uh, I guess the excitement and the buzz around the club would be um, everywhere for everyone to see
0: Yeah it was amazing it was an amazing result um, especially with the lead up uh, after the week before with our sort of pretty terrible performance against Swans. I thought our, our uh, Our chances were gone, but uh, the stars aligned. West Perth did us a favour, and I'll tell you what, um, the scenes at at the club where it was amazing when the final final siren went had grown men crying in the crowd, um, which which was great to see, and the passion. And, uh, yeah, that long drought finally uh, broken after almost 23 years. Were well, you a believer, Cookie, because
2: I caught up with you after that disappointing loss to Swan Districts, and I thought it was gone. Did you believe they could beat South Fremantle on that big stage? Because it has been a hindrance to your club for a long time. Last year, so close to finals. Every time you get put on that big stage, there
0: has been failure. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I mean, going into that game against South, I think we match up pretty well at, mm. at home with them. So it was confident that we could sort of, you know, give them a a bit of an age, but, you know, wasn't, wasn't, you know, to be honest, really confident. And like you said, the history of what's happened with Perth, getting so close, especially last year, you know that came in about 30 seconds and we, you know, missed the goal, you know, just at that, you know, at the death. But, mate, I was, I wasn't confident, but like you said, when we were having a beer and having a discussion about it, I wasn't confident. But in the end, you know, it was great. The boys got over the line and it was, you know, it was massive for, you know, for the Perth Footy Club and and especially some of our supporters, you know, they're We're a bit of a sleeping giant, you know, and I'm I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of people at the game tomorrow.
2: What about some of the main players at your club that have been there for a long time? And I know some have come in. They've tried to get Perth back to the Promised Land, into the finals. We know Earl Sporting's been there for six or seven years, and I'm wrapped for him with what he's put into your football club. But can you go through some of the other, I guess, big players that have been involved in your club for a long time that really deserve this?
0: Yeah, mate, it is, especially you know, just touching on Earl, you know, what he's sort of been through over the last five, six years, you know, it's amazing sort of the cap off, you know, with uh you know, with this result at the end of the year. And hopefully, you know, we're we're gonna be around for next the next couple of weeks as well. But yeah, like, you know, Michael Sinclair, you know, he has been there, the local product as well. You know, Jibba down the back line, he's he's you know, does some hard work there on some of the big forwards. Uh, you know, it's it's great. And some of the emerging guys coming through, you know, like Zach Hills. Um, you know, you know, those sort of guys our our, our local talent. Uh, Matt Rogers coming back from Swans after he's, you know, he was started at Perth. Uh, so they have, have a bit of reward for you know, for effort for some of these guys who, who have who have been at the club for a long time. You know, it's it it's great. And even Christian Edge, you know, who battles away, you know, out of his sort of weight division at times against those big ruckmen. So it's um you know, it's great for those guys who are yeah, who've been around the club for a long time and now, you know, have opportunity to yeah, to play in the, in a final for you know. Uh, after a long period of time.
2: Your recruiting was very good. Brady Gray, Fraser McInnes, Andrew Fisher all crossing over from the West Coast Eagles. Chris Marston as well, although he's been out injured. What about those three with the news of around West Coast and, and their chances of having a team next year? Are you likely to keep them on for the long term?
0: Well, mate, that, we, we made a pretty you know, big push to actually get them through our doors once uh, you know the West Coast or what happened this year. So it's great that we've got them in our clutches at the moment. So, you know, know, those conversations already been having there, you know, they're right at the top of our our to do list to get those guys, you know, to sign on again with us. And, you know, the impact that they've had, um, you know, Brady's toughness around the ball, and also, you know, Maspo's leadership. Uh, out there but unfortunately you know, he's broken his broken his hand you know he's you know a bit of a loss for us a massive loss for us but um yeah, you know, the surprising one has been Andrew Fisher he's, he's, he's been great for us you know he can he's pretty versatile he chuck you down back you know forward on the wing so he's uh has pretty pretty good you know and those guys that come have come in and have the influence that they've had you know it's just sort of a you know you know you know showed a little bit more leadership I suppose that we're sort of lacking at times and and uh, you know, hopefully, you know, the, the the guys that are in the you know in the team, you know, they can stand a little bit taller with you know with those guys in the team. And then uh, I'm not forget Fraser McGinnis as well. He's mm. been amazing as well. You know, having having him come across too, you know, just straightens us up. and gives you know predictable as well, and he doesn't lose too many one on ones. You know, he marks it all. You know, he just brings it to the ground, so you know, a, a, you know guys can get the full of his feet.
1: Director of football at the Perth Demons, Troy Cook, stays with us after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Rob Beaver and Paul Hazelby with you, continuing our waffle update with Troy Cook. Now, you're
2: the director of football down there, and no doubt you would have done a lot of planning at the start of the year You've been looking at the board and your team going, who's going to kick the goals for us? And I don't think in your wildest dreams you would have thought Logan McDonald could have the season that he's had, 21 goals. He nearly stole the goal-kicking award in the whole competition. He couldn't finish it off. But what a future this kid has. Do you think um, he's obviously going to go early? Do you think he can transform that form into the AFL?
0: Well, I think so, and I hope he does. You know, like I said, you know, the club's been great in, in developing these young guys, and he sort of came out of nowhere a little bit. You now, he always had a bit of talent. Um, you, know, you know, the people were talking about him, but when he, when he came out, especially in the you know, first couple of practice matches I was watching, I said, oh, geez, this guy, he can actually play. He reads the ball well. You know, if he's not getting it in the forward line, deep in the forward line, he can actually go up on the ball and actually win his own ball and, and get involved that way. So he's never out of the play. You know, he takes the you know the ball at the highest point as well, and he's pretty efficient in front of goals. So, you know, selfishly we'd love to have him here, but you know, realistically he's got, he's, he's going to be going, and, and hopefully you know, he stays local. Crio hopefully can have a chance to pick him up. Uh, but I think he can. I think he needs to he put need to put on a little bit more muscle. Uh, but you know, the, he's he's pretty footy smart, and I think uh, you know, he's got a bright future no matter where he goes at the next level. It's been a massive week for your club. How
2: confident are you that they can continue this on? A big game tomorrow, You take on West Perth. And let's be honest, you go into the finals having beaten Claremont and South Fremantle. You lost to the Falcons by seven points, the only time you played them this year. So your form's as good as any. Can you win this? And how many supporters are going to come out of the woodwork and charge up the freeway
0: to this big game? (laughs) Oh, It's it's, it's amazing, yes. I can't wait for tomorrow to come around. Um, Like I said, I think we've well, we put a bit of fear in each of those teams, knowing that you know we compete you know with the the top clubs um, you know that are in the final. So it's you know having beating beaten South and Claremont and and almost pushing uh, you know uh, West Perth. You know we just had a bit of a lapse in, in the second quarter the last time we played them. But you know I just hopefully the boys are in, in that right frame of mind where you know get off to a really good start. And put a bit of doubt in West Perth, and and hopefully, you know, when we get our opportunities in front of goal, we, we take them just so we can put a bit of pressure and and take the, the crowd out of play, I suppose. But I reckon we're going to have so many people come out of the you know the Perth closet supporters, and you know, especially uh, you know, with with what, what's at stake, you know, I'm I'm sure the boys will put in a really good effort. Uh, hopefully, that like I said, the start can um, you know play play a massive part in that, and and, and like I said, you no, just. Don't leave anything out there. You know, it's a lot like his elimination final now, and you know the boys are, you know, the boys are ready to go. And I think they can take a fair bit of confidence into this game.
1: Cookie, really appreciate your time this morning on off the bench. I think there'll be people coming out left, right, and centre to support the demons and get up the freeways. You take on West Perth tomorrow. Best of luck going forward. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having me on. Troy Cook there, the director of football at the Perth Demons Football Club as they embark on their first final series in a very long time, Paul Hayes will Hazelby. Good luck to them. That was our waffle update. Thanks to Kia with Australia's best seven-year factory warranty across the entire Kia range. And, Hayes, just quickly talk us through these games tomorrow, Perth and West Perth. We all love the good news story, but... I think the Falcons will get over the top of the Demons, unfortunately, yourself? No, look, it's hard to
2: pick. In both games I think the upsets could come to fruition. Perth, a lot of emotional baggage that they do have to get over. And When you celebrate like they did, it can be difficult. I will stick with West Perth. They've been up the top for a reason and just missed second spot. In the other game, Claremont pushed Mm. South Fremantle as well early on in the season. A lot can happen. Starts are so important, but we're going to stick with South Fremantle. Albeit, they lost to Perth, and the week before they were horrendous against East Perth three quarters. Kicked eight goals in the last to get over the the top of them. No confidence, but I I can't wait for a cracking
1: final series. I think the Tigers for me, as you mentioned, Tigers played them really well earlier in the year. Speaking to Darren Harris uh, Mm. earlier in the week even, he said that we had a lot of inside 50s. We had a lot of control of the ball. The thing that we couldn't do was put it on the scoreboard. South Remountle tried to force us wide. We played into that game plan. I think they'll come a little bit more prepared this time around. And as you said, South not in the greatest of form heading into this. So Claremont and West Perth for me. West Perth and South 3-0 for you, Hayes. We'll see you next week. Who's right, but plenty more coming your way here on Off The Bench. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby
2: and Rob Beaver.
1: Welcome back to Off the Bench. Time now for our sports wrap. Thanks to Auto One. If you really love cars, then Auto One is the one. Hayes AFL games remaining this week and huge implications for finals. There is, Beaver.
2: It's the Bombers taking on Melbourne. I think Melbourne should win that. The Bombers have been very disappointing. Last game for John Warsfold. Unfortunately, he's going to depart in a pretty sad way because Mm. he came in at a time that he was needed. He's done a good job. But uh, at this time of his career, I think it's getting towards the end. The Crows, they take on the Tigers. You'd think the Tigers would get that one. The Lions and the Blues, the Lions will continue their good form. And then Sunday, we have the Hawks up against the Gold Coast Suns. I think the Hawks can win this no, one. Yeah, no, they've got a couple of uh, departing stars, yeah. Ben Stratton and also Paul Propolo. I think uh, that'll get them over the line. It's been a long season for the Suns. The Swans taking on the Cats. I'm bullish on the Swans next year,
1: would you believe? But they won't be winning this one. No, I, I don't know why you're bullish on the Swans next year. I don't know where their improvement's going to come from. They've got probably half a dozen good players, but I think you need more than that uh, to really go forward. Even Tom Papley, who was on fire at the start of the season, has dropped off as the season's gone on, so I'm not quite as bullish on them. Geelong will Throttle them this week. Isaac Heaney and Buddy Franklin could
2: could come back in the mix. Yeah. That's a big could, but uh, Geelong, they'll bounce back. Big game. The Dockers taking on the Western Bulldogs. The Bulldogs need to win. I this think is, the Dockers can upset do, do here. you know
1: what? I think the Dockers can as well. And mm. as a Bulldog supporter, that upsets me to say, because I, I sit here and I go, I, I feel like the Bulldogs have been very inconsistent. I don't know how the Bulldogs are in a final spot as it sits right now. Even if if they lose this game, pending other results, they may still hold on and clinch a spot in the eight. But uh, look, I think the Dockers are a really good shot. And I think they've learnt Justin Lumiere's style. And I think uh, the longer they play with it, the better they'll get. So a danger game for the Bulldogs. And
2: a massive game on Monday. The ramifications continue for Collingwood. Uh, They need a win. They want to finish up as high as they can. Port Adelaide, their opponent and Port Adelaide. They still want to win too, to guarantee they are in the Top two to get the home final. So I think Port
1: Adelaide will win that one. Port Adelaide for me as well. That was our sports wrap for Auto One. If you want to speak to someone as passionate about cars as you are, Auto One is the one. I need your advice, Coach, just before we go. My partner, Annette, Mm. netball grand final later on today. Yep. Parting words of wisdom from an elite athlete and a bloke who coached once and a bloke who has uh, put some effort into his daughter's netball team over this year. What's what's the pregame speech? What are the words of wisdom I should be passing on before they run out for the grand final? There's a great
2: documentary that's coming out from Super Netball that I watched uh, throughout the week. Very motivational, mm-hmm. and I think it'll get her on edge, but, you know, you just can't afford to fumble. It's all about being clean in sport, and if she can do that, she's going to maximise her possessions. Yeah,
1: no, my, uh, my chief...
2: Little... Why I wasn't a great coach. No, uh, my... <laughs> not
1: very good motivation there, Beaver. No, my chief, Wing Ding, is, uh, is my partner playing wing defence. Uh, most vital position on the court is what we say. Now, Hayes, appreciate your help, appreciate your feedback as always. Good luck this weekend too, the Dockers and uh, enjoy your stay at Crown as well looking forward to seeing how that pans out on Monday this is Off The Bench, we'll join you for another week next week
2: sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise that's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money, you can get what you need now get back on the road safely and pay for it later terms and conditions apply so visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191.